Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. And now to our story. When the Yellow Mask, notorious international criminal, escaped from prison, Clark Kent and editor Perry White knew there'd be trouble, for it was Kent who had put the mask behind bars. But neither of them fully realized the extent of their danger until a telephone call revealed that the mask had eluded the police and was hidden somewhere in the Daily Planet building seeking revenge. Suddenly, the lights went out, the presses stopped, and the huge 30-story skyscraper was thrown into confused darkness. Leaving White's office, Kent raced down the hall to the elevators. In a moment, his street clothes gave way to the flaming red cape and blue costume of Superman. Ripping open one of the elevator doors, he was about to dive down the shaft when he noticed a car trapped some ten floors below. A moment's hesitation, and then he reached for the steel cable. Only one way to clear this shaft so I can get down to the basement where that main switch was thrown, and that's to lift the car above this floor. Here goes. Now, these elevator cars must weigh ten tons. Coming slowly but surely. Somebody's going to be surprised when they see all this steel cable twisted up on the floor. Just a few feet more to go. There. That does it. Now I can crawl under the car. First, I better tie this cable to something so she doesn't drop. No, wait, I won't have to. The safety lock's holding it. That saves time. Now to crawl under. And down. There. Now, there must be a door leading out of the bottom of this shaft. Yes, here it is. I haven't time to force the lock. I'll have to break through it. Now, let's see where we are. I don't know my way around this basement as well as I should. Wait. Strange odor down here. Great Scott, it's gas. Now I know what the mask meant when he said he had a surprise for us. He opened the valve on the gas main. Someone comes down here and strikes a match, this whole building will blow up. Got to find that valve somehow. <coughs> it's getting stronger. There must be somewhere near the gas main. Good thing my lungs can take this stuff. What's that? Someone's trapped down here, suffocating. Where are you? Speak up. I'm coming. All right, I'll get you out of this. There we are. Just a minute, we'll get some fresh air into your lungs. Now, let's see. That door should lead to an alley. Ah, it does. There. There we are. That's better, isn't it? That's it. Breathe deeply. You're the night watchman, aren't you? Take it easy. Take it easy. Sit here for a while. I'm going back to find the open valve. Two men burns room. What? Get him out. Gas reaches the off. Burn is it? Got to turn it off first. Where is the gas main? Red pipe overhead. Red pipe? Follow it. 
What's that? Explosion. Burn his room. You stay here. I'll be back. Said there were two men in the furnace room. The boilers blew up. I'm afraid I'm too late. Oh, I can see flames. Burning oil. Oh, room's an inferno. Those flames spread. This building is doomed. I've got to get those men out first. Yeah, there they are. On the floor. Their clothes are on fire. Here goes. Oh, heat is terrific. Even I can feel it. I've got them. Now to get out through that wall of fire. Ah, they're badly burned, but still alive. I'll take them out to the watchman. He can call an ambulance while I look for that valve. There. Are they dead? No, but they need medical attention. Get an ambulance or a doctor right away. I've got to shut off that gas. Don't go in there again. I'll blow up the minute. I'll be all right. Mister, you're crazy. You can blow the sky. Hey, Mister. Red pipe overhead. See now. Yes, there it is. Now he said to follow it. Follow it. Uh, valve must be near the furnace room. Another gas pocket went up. Wait. I hear hissing. That must be the valve. It is. <coughs> gas is pouring out. Must turn this way to the right. Yes. There, it's off. Now to try and put out that blaze in the furnace room. Uh-oh. Sounds like fire engines. They'll be able to take care of this with a few small extinguishers. Now, I've got to find Terry White. As Kent returns to the editorial offices of the Daily Planet, a strange scene is taking place in the sumptuous penthouse of a fashionable apartment building overlooking the city. The yellow mask, no longer garbed in drab prison clothes, stands at a window peering through high-powered night binoculars trained on the illuminated clock of the Daily Planet Tower. Behind him, seated in a chair, is a middle-aged man with close-cropped, sandy-colored hair, thin lips, and greenish eyes with pupils like shoe buttons. He frowns impatiently, flicks the ashes of his cigarette into a silver tray, and then speaks. You're wasting your time staring out of that window, mine here. Why do you bother with such inconsequential things? Have you never heard of revenge, however? I should like you to remember that I risked everything to effect your release from prison. It was not done so you could waste your time and energies with unimportant people. You agreed to devote all your efforts to the cause. Is that not true? For some reason or other, my pretty little scheme to blow the planet building sky high in this fire. It's still there. Well, some other time. Now, what were you saying, Helen? Simply that I will require your undivided attention. I did not risk everything so that you might revenge yourself on a stupid newspaper man. He's far from stupid. You don't know Kent. What is that name? Kent. Clark Kent. The name has a familiar ring. Vic. Strauss. Yeah. Bring to me the latest file of American officers. Yeah, I've You haven't missed a trick, have you? Communicating phones, filing systems, every modern convenience. We cannot afford, as you say, to miss a trick. There is too much at stake. Uh, thank you, Strauss. Now let us see. Here's a list of newly appointed Secret Service operatives. How did you get it? There always a means to get everything. All that it requires is time, money, and brains. The cause possesses all three. Here, let me read this list of names. Anderson, Adams, Black, Darrow, 
Frost, Houston, Long, McGuire. No, the name Kent is not here. Well, what makes you think he has anything to do with the Secret Service? He's a newspaper reporter. I seem to remember it, and my memory never fails me. Oh, wait, here's a special notation. I knew I was right. Listen. Appointed as operative at large under sealed orders, Clark Kent. When was the appointment made? Let me see. There it is. Four days ago. He has not long been on the job. We'd better watch him, Heller. He's dangerous. Don't worry. They are all watched. They're all dangerous. But now let us discuss business. You know, of course, why we require your services. Yes. You think I'm valuable. That and more. We are aware of the existence in this country of an amazing invention. A steel Frankenstein. A robot made of metal known as the Mechanical Man. This is all news to me. You seem to forget I've been behind bars for two years. No matter. This Mechanical Man exists. We have seen it. We have offered a fabulous sum, not only for the model, but for the design. Our offers have been refused. We must have the steel monster and many like him. Why? I shall tell you why. Because it is our job to instill fear. Out of fear will come panic, and out of panic will come weakness. That is the formula of our success. This mechanical man, how does it work? Almost with human instinct. Controlled by special radio, it can fly like an airship, walk upright like a man, and spread destructions on all sides. Yeah. Just ten feet tall, a giant fashioned of steel plates on the maze of wire. Picture it, my dear. You press a button, turn a switch, and this steel giant hurtles through the air in any direction you may choose. A shipyard, perhaps. There are the incendiary bombs he carries in his massive hands. We'll consume everything in flames. A munitions factory, you say? Ah, one stick of dynamite, and it is enough. But there is something else. The fear of which I spoke. Yes? Imagine, if you can, this towering monster lumbering through the streets of a big city. Children will scream, women will faint, and strong men will seek shelter. Where is this mechanical man? Why hasn't this government taken it over? Why? Because they are fools. The use of this monster they regard as, as inhuman. It is not honorable. In war, there is no honor. Ah, but we will take advantage of this stupidity. You will go to the man who has created this steel weapon as a representative of the American government. You will have all the credentials. When do I start? In the morning. It's midnight. The best attire. There's important work to be done tomorrow. We cannot fail. Hide Joined by the one man whose diabolical mind matches his own, Max Heller plots to gain possession of a weapon capable of horror beyond all belief. Will the yellow mask, shrewd and cunning, be able to get the mechanical man? Who owns this steel monster, and where is it? There's excitement ahead, so don't miss a single episode. Tune in and listen with Superman. Don't forget... Tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. <laughs>
It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.